What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 123 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First up, Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. High Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, bro? Uh, not much. Just happy to be back. I uh, missed you all last time. Uh, but I'm back, and I'm ready to talk about games and give my stepson all the love that he desires. <laughs> Damn that's straight. What good, that's, what, that, that's what good stepdaddies do. So. <laughs> give me a heap and help in there, daddy. Okay. Moving right along. We will move past that and those uh cringe-worthy comments came from none other than Trader Joe because our show is a no-go with our Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, dude? Uh not much, man. Just uh living the dream over here. So living the dream. So indeed, indeed. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it, it's been uh, been a, a, a kind of I don't know. This week, this past week at work seemed kind of long for me. Nothing particularly bad or happened. I mean, it was just a usual work, but it seemed to take forever. I don't know why. Yeah, no, smooth, smooth sailing over here. So I mean, I, I can't complain. Otherwise, you know, who am I going to complain to? Who's going to? Yeah, yeah. Because nobody cares about our plight. No. <laughs> no, no, no plight. I, I could have it way worse. Have, way worse. Yeah. It's like, I'm great. It's awesome. Yay. Meanwhile, Thanks. we're all dying inside. But, uh, <laughs> but aside from our, aside from our, uh, our dying inside, our first topic on our docket, as usual, is going to be the playlist. All right, so Des, you're first up, man. What you been playing? Um, honestly, uh, for the last uh, couple weeks, it's really just been uh, the the two in my rotation have been uh, Monster Hunter Rise and Outsiders. Though uh, Outriders, uh, Outrider. What did I say? Outsiders. Yeah. Uh, Outriders. Like, hey, hey, Johnny Boy. Hey, uh, hey, Pony Boy. So oh, there you go. <laughs> if you're gonna correct me, you better come correct. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> One correction begats another correction. That's correct. No, but but honestly, it's just um, it really has just been uh, those two. I mean, I just have really been uh, super into um, Monster Hunter Rise. Like again, I have I have these. You know, I don't know. It's just I, I get into Monster Hunter and. And then I just really, really get into it, and I'm just playing it all the time, and it's just fun, and it's great. I'm glad Kevin's back, and and then and then sometimes I just get really kind of tired of it, and I just need to take a break, and so I'll I will you know step back from it, and then go and play something else. And I haven't really hit that wall just yet. I think I hit it a while ago, um, but but now, um. I'm really kind of back into it, you know, and and that has been my game du jour. Um, and I've really been enjoying it. Um, 
for, for the for the for the reasons we've spoken about before, um, it's just been a really fun game. And if you haven't picked it up or played it, it's it's really one of the best games on the Switch right now. Um, and I've just been really enjoying it. And I still enjoy Outriders, um, although again, it's taking a backseat to uh, to Monster Hunter. And I'll go back to it. Like I think honestly, I think that's a game that I'm actually going to beat um, because even though it's uh janky and it and it has some stuff like i really i'm really enjoying what i'm playing so far so i most likely will end up uh beating it um at some point so again i i'm enjoying what i'm playing it's it's fun um i do know that they are making changes and adding stuff to it which i which i absolutely are like okay great let's let's, let's continue on let's keep let's keep going let's keep doing it you know and um soon hopefully it will uh they will they will make all the changes that they want and it'll be a, a a better game for it so so i'm here for it but honestly that's really all that i have been playing um so i will pitch it on over to joe joe buddy what have you been playing <laughs> what oh i i i'm just trying to like what? you know, detect that sarcasm. Is that sarcasm? No sarcasm? What is it? Louise, what, what no is sarcasm. I'm just wanting you to share with us what you have been playing, buddy. That's all. Okay, will do. <laughs> That's all, buddy. That's all. Monster Hunter Rise, of course. I've been playing a lot of that. Um, pretty much, that's been my like main course of my gaming diet this last week. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not like uh, like going all cray cray and like uh, i'm taking my time on there so i'm up to hunter rank four in both my hub and my village on here so i know i've not beat magnamalo in the village yet i've not rolled credits yet or anything like that you know and if we're not playing online i'm taking my time i'm doing all the quests for every particular star tier um i am you know enjoying my gathering and doing what I need to do on those on there. So I've been working on building a lot of uh, uh, long swords, of course, a few switch axes here and there. But the long sword's been my main go-to, go-to, as we talked about before. So, I mean, I'm working to get a couple sets going. Starting to trying to look into uh, maybe doing some mixed sets, possibly, and doing the research on that and kind of moving forward from there on there. So that's pretty much all that with rise uh kev where are you with rise right now i know you might want to tell the the listeners about magnamalo about the drama for your mama this time for uh, i killed Megan. that i killed that purple flame bitch that's what i did <laughs> finally there you go. Um, yeah, we, but i mean we, it's, it's just like uh that I that was just read I don't it was just ridiculously frustrating. I, I I don't know exactly what I don't know what went wrong the first time, the first times, because I I tried to beat that thing for hours. Um, I don't know what went wrong. Um, I don't know if I was just using too low of armor. I don't know if I was. I don't know what the problem is, but was but it was it was fighting that thing was just a ridiculous nightmare and, and as weird as it was 
the the weapon I used to beat it was with the great sword, which which was kind of which is kind of surprising because the great sword is the one that I've been learning. I couldn't I, I, I couldn't beat couldn't beat it with the charge blade, which is the weapon I use the most, but beat it with the great sword. So I don't know what's going on there. So, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's what been, happened with me. Yeah, we've been enjoying playing with your nephew EJ, though, man. Yeah. He's well, like, he's the yeah. reason I came back. He's the only reason I came back because I was ready to move on to other stuff. Uh, but I I enjoy playing with him. I don't get to see I don't my, either my nieces or my nephews all that much because of COVID. Uh, so. Any interaction, I opportunity for interaction I get with with him, and I would play with uh, his sister, my niece, uh, if she was into the game, but um, as well. But any any opportunity I have to to get together with that dude is I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. So yeah, I mean we've been off and on playing with a bunch of listeners to Gerald, John BT, um, Alberto. Even though he's not able to join us on Discord, I'm assuming it's too late for him. He might not be able to talk in the house. Maybe his kid is sleeping or something like that. Don't want to wake his wife up until he understands. <laughs> on there, but uh, we'll, we're gonna. I'm gonna continue to play Rise. I mean, pretty much it's gonna. You know, those dang amiibos has got me signing in every day to try to get my bonuses because you know I'm all about you know racking up the free stuff even though you know it's like half the time I don't care but yeah for this uh, signing in with the amiibos every day gets me you know items and so it's like it's it's not going to be something I'm going to drop anytime soon I'm going to log in every day at least to grab my rewards using the amiibos on there so I, I kind of feel sad that those amiibos are not really readily available. I mean, Capcom shouldn't really have uh, gated them to being only available at GameStop. I mean, it Great. sucks that, you know, people are buying NFC readers, like just the code on a uh, particular, like a piece of paper, or I don't know what's, what is on exactly, but uh, people sell like a little disc. Yeah, they sell it on eBay for like, what? 10 15 bucks a shot yeah. i think yeah yeah they're not the good thing about it is they're not expensive but the fact that the person has to even get bootleg stuff like that just doesn't make any sense like it's it's that's one of the things that i'm really annoyed by and i'm just like the same thing with uh with uh, stories it's like stories is going to be the same way like i don't want to yeah. have to give uh best buy my uh, best buy um GameStop my money i just don't want to do it you know yeah yeah, I've been uh, kind of me and Desmond because I've been the one uh, because of the fact that I am on the in the trenches. Sometimes going to GameStop here locally, at least, uh, be able to get a pre-order for the Monster Hunter Stories Two Amiibo. And unfortunately, it's like they announced Capcom announced these Amiibos were going to be exclusive to GameStop back in early March when they first announced Stories Two on here and. Um, GameStop has barely gotten a listing up in the last like four days in their system. Uh, they have not put them online as of yet, but to me having to keep a vigilant watch, it's almost like I'm buying a PS5 or something again. <laughs> so makes no sense. 
Yeah, especially for you know a you know nineteen ninety nine dollar figure. You know, it's just amiibo for God's sake. It's like, you know, and unfortunately because of the way things are, I mean, scalpers are watching like a hot minute and trying to pre-order this stuff, and it's got not getting into the hands of the people that want to use them or uh, enjoy them for what they are. So it's just like. Just throw them up on a website, make them available on Amazon or through Nintendo or do something. It's just it's just ridiculous. So yeah, at this point, I'd rather pay. <clears throat> I'd rather pay through Amazon, honestly. Uh, uh, I was looking at Amazon Japan this morning to see, and uh, unfortunately, I think they only have third-party seller scalpers selling on the yeah. Amazon no, I, Japan. I, so I it's like, figured, but it's still at the same time. I'm just like, ugh, you know, just. Like, why isn't this at Best Buy? Why isn't this at Target? Why isn't this at, like, other other big box stores? And I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're trying to give give something to to, um, GameStop. Uh, to GameStop because they're, they're kind of, you know, um, not really um, as, as big as they, as they were before. And they've been having some, you know, industry troubles. But at the same time, I'm just like, no, you know, I'm just like, no. GameStop's been kind of Capcom's go-to for Monster Hunter stuff in the past, just like with the uh, PS4 Pro that Kevin was trying to grab, and I was interested in. Yeah, it's like Sony went through uh, GameStop as an exclusive retailer for that, and uh, there's been other instances, too, of uh, GameStop being the the place for Monster Hunter items. It's annoying. Uh, also been playing some Outriders. Um, I'm kind of taking it very casual on there. I, I mm-hmm. did jump in. I'm trying to catch up to where Dez is because you're about with your Pyromancer level 17, I believe, right? Yeah, I'm one. I'm literally one story beat ahead of you, which is gotcha. very interesting. I mean, and, and it's fun going back and playing playing the um, the other story missions again i think it's great that they're able to give you uh the ability to get um paid or get rewards for doing that which i thought was fantastic um and although it is kind of funny because like once we realize that you don't have to play the um the game super at super the greatest you know by that i mean you don't have to play the world it. tier yeah yeah with, with the super crazy world tiers like you don't have to do that it it made the game it has made the game a lot more enjoyable for me because I've just been like ugh you know because <laughs> the world tiers was just kind of they were kind of they were crazy hard <laughs> I was like like I'm not happy <laughs> but once I realized you know what I can just uh, lower the world tier and just play the game as it's intent as it's supposed to be and then move forward. Um, it just got I, I, it just got so much better, you know. It just... Yeah, and to me, I don't know. Grinding to get that one legendary just kind of proved that you know, it really and truly, the legendary weapons, even though they might be nice to have, it's not crucial. You know, it's not not going to see, especially because of the fact that you're always, at least in this game, you know, uh, up in the mix, meaning that you're busting your powers every so often, and All the, the, the the gunplay is kind of. I, I wouldn't say secondary, but, you know, it's not as important as, you know, mastering your powers and kind of going from there. So, definitely. Um, also been dabbling in a couple other games. Uh, Pac-Man 99 on the Switch. Uh, been playing that a bit. Um, I picked up an 8-Bit Do Pro 2 controller, which is oh, an 8-Bit Do Pro 2. <laughs> I, Electric I Boogaloo. Yeah, yes. I have no idea what that is. It seems I, 
scary. Apebit Do, Apebit Do, wherever you want to pronounce it, is a um, controller manufacturer, and they make uh, controllers for X amount of systems. So, but they have their Pro controller. Oh, was that the thing you were you were showing in the in the Discord? Correct. Yeah. Okay, because I was like. I don't know. They don't look. They are not flashy at all. You know, they're just. That's why I was like, this doesn't look very flashy. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fifty bucks, but it's a, a controller. It's like kind of what they did is they kind of just took the combination between an SNES controller and uh, then added like a DualShock One to the mix, and so it's like. Uh, uh, the D-pad on that controller is just tons better than the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. I mean, it's like the Pro controller is like basically like you know a D-pad, like it was like a like a raw piece of meat or something. It's like it's in comparison, it's a lot more. Tactile. I actually like the D-pad. I actually like the Pro controller that I bought. I have no problem with it. It's just it's not precise <laughs> as I need to to play Pac-Man. It's just that oh, you okay. need to be able to tell the difference. Right okay, away, you so. need you need that precise thing for your for for your delicate fingers and your and your precision eyesight. Okay, I get it. No, it's the movement of Pac-Man on the board, dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make my point about, clear there, well, sir. I don't say bad things about you and your Pac-Man. <laughs> There's others online that have been commenting about the uh, the Switch Pro Controller D-pad issue and stuff. So, you know, it's not just me. I'm not making this up out of my uh, imagine. It's not an imaginary problem per se. So. Never said it was, buddy. It's okay. You know, you you need you need delicate precision turning and gobbling. You know, of of the pellets when you're playing Pac-Man. You know, of course, because again, yeah. it is a it is a um uh. It is a uh, competitive game, so. Yeah, the only thing that I don't, you know, it's good for Switch, but it's a point that it's missing the uh, HD rumble that the Switch Pro Controller has, and there's not an NFC reader on it, so I can't, per se, use it to scan my Amiibos. I do have to still break out my uh, Pro Controller to go in and do that on there. But there is a couple of uh, back buttons that you could program. Uh, there's a program on the PC. There's also a program on Android and iOS that you go in and uh, you're able to switch on the back of the controller and switch between like uh, switch input, iOS, Android, and then also X input, which will make it function as a controller on the PC, basically using X input, basically scans in like an Xbox controller. So on there, I think it's pretty versatile in that fashion. And, uh, you know, maybe next time we meet up, Des, I could, I could bring him, you could check it out. So that way I would can... love that. I think that'd be kind uh, of... I know. Yeah. Hold on. I, I, I could I could sense your uh, enthusiasm about it. So. Yeah, I'm very enthused. I want to play it. Good deal. I want to use it. I want to see this, you know, awesome, you know, accuracy. And then also, I have been playing. Uh, I jumped into the uh, closed beta for uh, Chivalry Two. If I could say that properly, Chivalry Two. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, but uh, I don't know if you guys know about this game. But I, I, I have watched. I've heard of it. it. 
<laughs> I've watched yeah, people play. I've, heard it. I, I've never played the first one. The first one's on PC only, but this is coming out for consoles on here. So basically, I got through the tutorial. It has a lot of because uh, you play basically as like a knight in the Middle Ages on there, but there's a lot of like um, what would you call it? Uh, like uh, physics involved on there. I'm trying to think of the word as far as. Um, you know, it's just kind of oh, similar to like uh, Goat Simulator. I am trying to think of the wording as far as like like real time physics. Yeah, like... it's yeah. It's, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. So, but uh, after I got through the tutorial, it's just like it's just kind of cool to learn how to like is when you're like drawing your weapon, you actually have to drag using the right analog stick, and you're able to actually aim your weapon and, and attack multiple folks on there. So, and uh, uh, the game basically is an online only game. You're playing 64 player battles across maps on there. By the time I got through the beta and realized, hey, I just missed the time for the <laughs> closed beta. So I played some uh, matches with bots and then uh, I had enough fun to where I might consider about picking up the game once it does come out on here. So I don't know if either of you two are interested in it at all. You know, maybe uh, if there's you, another beta. Really. Are you playing it in first person or third person? Uh, I believe it is. In... No, it's both. It's both, yeah. It's both, but what did you play it in? I think I played it in first person. So. Okay. Yeah, everyone that I'm watching playing it online on YouTube are playing it first person. So I think that's one of those where you, it's it's kind of got that, you know, deliverance, you know, Kingdom Come kind of, where you redraw it and then it's kind of, you know, um, squaring squaring off against people and, and, and fighting each other and these kind of, you know, uh, yeah, battle simulations where you have to siege a castle and stuff. At least that's what I've been seeing. Yeah, but, but the thing about the game is it's not taking itself seriously. It's no. A lot, of, a lot of humor in it. And, very much a lot of humor. People yelling in, you know, British accents, you know, Cockney accents, you know, about toilets and, and, <laughs> and yeah. Blood cutting people's arms off and stuff. So, yeah, it does not take itself seriously at all. So. Yeah, so it's just... Uh, you know, I don't know if it's uh, this is something that you guys would want to play, but you know, I'm still interested in it, so we'll see. And listeners, let me know if you're interested in it as well on here. You know, God for maybe, maybe it will be on Games Pass. Ha ha ha, <laughs> it probably will be. I mean, you laugh, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I would not be surprised if it wasn't. I mean, uh, we'll if, see. If it was if it kind of popped in and they're like, oh, hey, guess what? Ha ha, you know. Yeah, this game actually is going to only retail for 40 bucks, so and there is some DualSense capabilities, on at least on the PS5 on there. And I know this uh, closed beta was there to te test the cross-play, so there is cross-play between PC and also for Xbox platforms as well. So, so that's pretty much what I've been playing this past week. Uh, Kevin, what you been up to, man? What you been playing? Um, not a whole lot. For the most part, I this has been another another week where I just kind of come home and crash. So um, yeah, not a whole lot going on on my on my project this past week. Not a whole lot going on game wise. Although I, uh, but when I do jump on and play game and and, and got on and played, 
it was uh, Rise, and I, like I mentioned before, I beat Magna, beat Maggie, so put that behind me. And I've been primarily, it's been primarily just been using the great sword. Um, that's the, I'm I'm kind of slowly becoming used to it, and I like it a lot. I have always liked the great sword. I just never thought I could actually use it. Because it just didn't seem like uh, a weapon I'd be able to get the hang of. Because there's there's hardly any defensive. It's more defensive, I think, than longsword because you can actually block. But even when you block, you're you're kind of at a little bit of a disadvantage. It, it everything is about the shoulder charge and shoulder charging your way through attacks and shoulder charging your way through projectiles that monsters throw at you and all that stuff so there is a way and like i like i said before that that uh, youtuber sam fam he really broke it down there's really only three combos that you need to know with great sword yeah and if you work that you can continuously attack the monster without really getting hit I mean, you'll get hit, but you'll take re- with the right skills, uh, armor skills, and uh, the right switch skill. You'll take, you'll be able to convert that damage that you've received into damage on the monster, and really create create some some high damage attacks. So there's really there's, but it's a great weapon. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been using it actually more than the than the charge blade, but. Uh, Today, I didn't get a chance to spend a whole lot of time with it. I, I well, yesterday I picked up uh, R type R type final, and I this I didn't get a chance to play it. I I had intended to load it up and play it, but of course that didn't happen. But the thing I will say about it is that it has a really interesting art book. Because I'm not really one to collect uh, uh, books and 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 you know extra goodies. I, it came with a standard edition of the game, but just kind of flipping through it, and it also comes with a CD of the entire of the entire soundtrack of the game, which is kind of cool too. But in the art book, which is really well detailed, uh, there's an interview that the director of the game gave. And he's the guy, I guess he's the guy that invented R type, and I just really enjoyed. I haven't completed his uh, interview, but it was really interesting, kind of getting his insights onto in of the game and what prompted his desire to even make final, and uh, kind of giving some ideas of where he might be going with future projects. It's really, it was really a, an interesting read. But I can remember the reason I bought the game was because I can re- I could remember back in the day just uh, at Festival Game Palace because they had an R type arcade cabinet there, and towards the end of whatever time I spent there, I would always want I would always go back and kind of goof off with R type and play that for a little bit. I never played enough of it to really get good at it. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a game that I always enjoyed playing. It, it's not a bullet hell because I suck at those. There's only two bullet hells that I've actually played and liked, and that's Radiant Silver Gun and uh, Narakuga. 
or Narkuga, whatever, whatever that other sequel it, to Radiant Igaruga. Igaruga. Igaruga, yeah, yeah. Uh, those two are the only bullet hells that I played and I actually liked. Uh, none of the others, although I had a bunch of them for the Saturn, I had are games that I actually I, I just bought them because I just wanted to have them in my collection. I, I you really rarely ever played them, but this one, our type was always challenging and fun, but it never seemed unfair. You know, if that makes sense, kind of like what. Uh, like Irem's other uh, shooter, In the Hunt, which, is, which I have on PlayStation, which I also had a physical copy on Saturn, but unfortunately no longer have. But I do have the sub plushie, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could get uh, quite a bit of money for that if you wanted. But... No, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold on to my sub plushie. Thank you. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's actually Final Two, Kev. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to correct you or whatnot, but uh, I have it on its way as well. I'm a big R Type mm. fan, so yeah, Final on that, Two. So. Yeah, yeah. R yeah, Type I've been playing throughout the years. I mean, uh, I played the my first exposure was at Festival Game Palace, but then uh, obviously I got the Master System version of the game because they converted it for Master System, but not for NES, and so I loved playing it on my master system and then from there i played all of the sequels like you know r type super r type for snes and then uh r type delta for ps1 and then uh the original final came out for ps2 and then uh, obviously this is a sequel to final so it's final two so <laughs> kind of yeah. a yeah, i never played any of the sequels i just played the original in the arcade and that's where my experience went and ended. Uh, I probably would have tried to play the, the others if I knew they existed, but I really wasn't in the... I, like I said, shooters weren't really my thing. I played them, but never really got into into them outside of just collecting them, because I thought their their artwork and their graphic styles were always impressive. I, was, I just never really was all that much in love with the gameplay. But... The last uh, thing I'll the last thing I'll mention. Hold on, real quick. I I was actually kind of a fan of of R Type as well, but I always played the other the other ones. Um, I never. I mean, I, I I was a fan, but I never really got into it. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, this might be kind of cool. Where, where so, did you play it on? I mean, was it like PS One or uh, PS One? I did. I never played it in the arcade. Gotcha. I was not. I was not an arcade kid. Yeah, that original R type was like eighty seven, eighty eight, and it was an actual Nintendo coin op, at least in the U.S. on here. And you know, it was one of the last uh, arcade games that Nintendo actually brought out, besides the you know, the Play Choice or the Play Ten or whatever that thing was. So, and I never really did R type. I mean, it, not that I didn't want to, mind you. It's just like I never, yeah. you know, I've always playing like Life Force and all the other ones and stuff. You know, the Bullet right. Hell type ones. Those are my favorite. But yeah, so the the last thing I'll mention is I did load up Returnal, and I did the very, 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 very beginning of it. In fact, I haven't even gotten into into, into any combat. But man, this game is is gorgeous in its looks. It's buttery smooth in the animation, and there is. Housemark put a lot of emphasis in the dual sense uh, sensory areas. Like you feel everything. Like when you step when you step on a hard on a hard surface, when you're 
picking up items off the ground, it their use of the dual sense is exquisite. And I can't wait to front to get into into the actual combat and see how that really starts to take place. The only thing I've done is I've used my sidearm to shoot open a switch <laughs> to open the gate to another level or another area of this uh, level that I'm exploring. Um, and again, like I said before, it is just it's just weird to be just like this middle aged to play the role of a character of this middle aged woman. I mean, she just looks like any, you know, any, any white woman you see walking down the street somewhere, you know, but she's going in and fighting these giant aliens and and blasting and blasting all these things to kingdom come like, you know, your, you know, generic, you know, Master Chief type dude, bro. And I, I think that I think the the contrast between the character that you play as and what that character is doing is just is just really neat. You know, again, you know, you'd think this woman would be sitting somewhere, you know, either doing science stuff or visiting her grandkids, but she's, <laughs> you know, she's, you know, blowing the hell out of aliens with with a sidearm and a, and a missile launcher attached to the back of her spacesuit, which is just really, that dynamic is just kind of dope. So yeah. I have a feeling I'm going to be having a lot of fun with that game. Yeah, I started watching a lot of uh, gameplay for it. And just looking at this shooting, and it looks like it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of you know crazy frenetic running around, shooting people, um, dodging a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's like a lot of dodging, running around. It's so, like you really got to be paying attention. So even though it is a roguelite, um, I think it's very interesting um, that they are trying to make like a very high quality roguelite because I, I'm so used to roguelites being, you know, pixel art or, or, or nothing that has this amount of detail to it. So that's why I'm just like, you know, it, it just looks so much like better than, than, than a lot of the other um, roguelites out there. And that's not to say that like, you know, all, all roguelites don't look good. It's just, to have one, you know, with with this amount of of polish and 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 shine, just looks really cool. And I'm just like, wow, I, I'm really excited to see what this possibly could uh, bring for uh, for other other um, uh, companies and for other studios. Like, like, what are we gonna get? You know, I'm I'm super excited for this. Uh, I gotta give Sony kudos with all this because of the fact that people are bagging up Sony doesn't like to take risks, and it's like, come on, give me a break. They're they're taking risks, they're supporting indies, and you know this game is coming out, and we talked about before where I wasn't sure if this game was worthy of a seventy dollar price tag, but I think with the reviews and everything that uh, people have been talking about this game, that you know a game in this space is definitely worth seventy dollars. You know so. I just, I mean, and that's another thing. I know people are really upset about the about the price. You know, they're like, really, like, why is it so expensive, and you know, whatnot. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, uh, it was. Do- we're talking to ten ten dollars off of the price of of last gen, uh, 
last gen new minus any discounts retail offer discounts yeah. software ten dollars from seven for you know longer than that because we were paying 59.99 for ps3 and and xbox 360 games so what 14 almost 20 years yeah i, I you $10? know I, I don't think we should expect a full price game to say, okay, I have to have like a hundred hours of gameplay no. and then a multiplayer mode and no. all this gas, gas stuff up the yay, yay, you know? So. No. Yeah. But I think, but, but, but has that become the expectation? And I think that's what people are, are, are thinking about because if the X, cause if like a, B and C over here is, you know, giving you all of this and you're getting, you know, this from d and it and it's not living up to a b or c then people are gonna people are going to assess its value you know it, it just depends you know some people go out and want the most bang for their buck you know they want to go to a buffet <laughs> or something no. and to be able to get everything they would ever want for the price that they want to pay but obviously you know um you know this is house marks maybe fine dining <laughs> experience on here that they have taken what they've done before in the past and uh, taken it up a notch or two uh, for uh, you know what they would say is worth worthy of a equal to a triple a experience you know so yeah but again you know like i said before i think people people who play a lot of rogue lights or rogue light likes are used to paying a certain price and they're used to, and they're used to it looking a certain way and so Housemark, with with the help of Sony, was able to to say no. We can push, we could push for 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 innovation or push for for higher quality in in this space in this genre. And this yeah. is what they did. And that's why for me, I think it's fine to pay that that price because of what's happening and all the reviews that I've read about it say like the 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 gameplay and and the and um the gameplay the shooting the the movement all of that stuff is just like buttery smooth and 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 how they integrated the dual sense and everything has been really good the only thing that people were really kind of you know bagging on was a little bit of the story and i'm like eh, you know you know how can you make you know a rogue like you know be really you know um a, a, a hard hitting story, you know, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, maybe the story is taking a backseat to the, to the actual gameplay. And I think most people are fine with that because, uh, because of how good the gameplay is. I think sometimes a game can be, can be fantastic if the story sucks. Like I've played many of games like that, you know, where the story was not good, but the gameplay, the, the actual loop was so good that, that I continued to play the game. I think that was one of the things for Mass Effect for me. Mass Effect Andromeda was like the game was all the the actual story was I, but I really liked the gameplay, you know, and I really liked it. And, and so <laughs> it's like uh, it's almost like reading a comic book. It's like sometimes you'll you read a comic book and if the artwork isn't that good, but the story is fantastic, it kind of enhances dull artwork. And I think that's was that's the flip side of what's happening with Returnal. Because yeah. I'll tell you right now, and I told them, like, I'm fine with spoilers and I like spoilers. So I, I saw the final boss and watched the ending of Returnal already. So I, I did that because I wanted to see, okay, what's the ending like? And, and the ending is like, okay, you know, it's, 
it's it, it, it's all about metaphor and stuff like that, which is fine, you know. But at the same time, I was like, okay, you know, it, it's not it's it's not like super like the greatest, but it doesn't have to be. It could just be a good game, and I think it is. So I mean, I'll I'll probably end up picking it up and seeing what it's and seeing what the what the hype is about as well. Um, but I'll probably end up picking up a little bit later, you know. Yeah, I picked it up yesterday, and then the GameStop clerk was all like, you know, we got this guaranteed to like it, just in case, because I've been hearing iffy things about this game. Really? I've heard And it. it's like, like what? And I kind of gave, I didn't give him a look, but it's like, well, how can we get tell someone that's buying a game that's been waiting and anticipating a game that it's been iffy, you know? It's like, come on, give me a break. I mean, I appreciate the fact that he was giving me a heads up. Uh, with the guarantee, the love it guarantee, which gives you two days to return to get your full amount of money back. You could have it. Yeah, they in. told me the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, I think it was coming from a place of, 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 of value, uh, value to monetary value. You know, yeah. I think that's where it's coming from. People are like, because people are not used to paying uh, that much for roguelites. They're just not. Yeah, and I know the manager was all like, someone's asking, oh, Returnal came out, and they're asking what, what the game's about. I don't, I don't know much about the game. It's like, okay. <laughs> no, obviously, I'm not going to GameStop for game advice, per se. So. No, no, and I don't blame you for not doing that. It's not, not to bag on GameStop, you know, because I've met really, really knowledgeable people at GameStop who have been really nice and really kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, eh, you know, they're... They're a salesperson. They're here to sell something. And they're probably telling you about that because it was maybe a possibly a new initiative and they just wanted to let you know, hey, you know, you can always bring it back. Look at how cool we are. <laughs> at the same time, you're just kind of like, oh, okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah, there's people on Cheap Ass Gamer that basically uses that to do um uh, they do the promotions to grab the games with the guarantee to love it and then return it right then and there or on the same day to get their money back. It's just a way to like keep funneling the uh, shell game known as game trades. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> no. What? You know, I'm beyond that. You know, I, yeah, before I was all immersed in that crap, but uh, hey, I got a job. I earned money. I could buy my own games. I don't have to be at GameStop grabbing from, you know, location location granted if there's a good flip but my my time for flips i think is uh sailed the the cheap ass seas on there i don't know how you feel kev but, say uh, this and so i mean i'll do it if if there's something worth like what they did with the uh who was that when the One X was about to come out and all those nintendo games had like ridiculous uh, ridiculous oh, yeah. uh, values, and they had to buy buy, buy five, two, two. You two get three, or something like that. Buy two some get one free. Yeah, yeah. Buy two, get one yeah. free. Yeah, on all that's Nintendo. Different. Yeah, I I I worked the hell out of that. I mean, that's that's that that actually paid for my One X and my Switch. Yeah. So yeah, when stuff like that comes around, uh, then yeah, I'll definitely be a part of that because it's actually worth <laughs> the gas to put all that stuff together. And even right now. Um, just with the last two to three promotions, I've got enough to buy a Series X when and if they ever get them in stock in the store. <laughs> I can actually go in and use that that credit. So, you know, I got no problem doing that. Yeah. I think it's great. 
I, I shot you a link this week. I don't know if you know this, but yeah, I'm figuring you're busy at work. You, you don't got time to sit here and try to play click click the enter into cart game. Yeah, I'm not I'm not paying for a bundle. I'm not paying for a bundle. Those were all bundles. Gotcha. I mean, they were already sold out by the time I got there. But I guess they were like they were between six. Someone, I think, on Twitter. Uh, no, on the uh, the live feed because I follow one of those channels that do the live uh, inventory. So people were saying that they were between they were like six hundred and fifty bucks, seven hundred and fifty bucks, depending on what was part of the bundle. I ain't paying. I ain't paying that. I am, I'm sorry. I'm just not. It. it I the only con uh, to be frankly to be a hundred percent honest, the only console that I would even consider. I'm not saying I would do it that I would consider paying a bundle for would be the PS5 or like, or maybe, maybe the switch. I would buy it for an Xbox. No, mm-hmm. I don't think it's worth that. I almost think, you know, in a way you could probably save your money and just whenever the switch pro is announced, just use your credit for that. So I don't think the switch pro is really going to be all that expensive. I mean, eventually I'll have all of no. them. You know, I don't see the switch pro being a $500 Thing. No, I just uh-huh. don't. It better not be. <laughs> nope. I just don't even don't. try I, it. I, I I just I just don't see it being that big of a that that big of a price. And I I like I said I'm I wind up getting everything anyway. You know I have a lot to say about these boxes, but I always wind up getting buying everything anyway. So you know, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Did we? Did everyone go through their playlist? Or did yeah, we yeah. Do? No, we've been. Oh, through. We had a really good conversation. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So then, our next topic on the docket is going to be the main event. So, Des, I want to pass the mic to you, man. All righty. So I, I know that I was not on the last episode. So uh, Joe and Kev took over and did a and did a main event. And of course, you know, life has a, has a weird way of kind of uh, hitting you from all sides. So uh, the last episode, uh, we weren't able to get it out um, uh, within the week. So so um, we took our time and we're going to actually push the the um, uh, we're going to push the main event uh, question, which was the uh, the top three to the next to the next one so so we're gonna uh, we really want you all to to uh go to our twitter uh go to our discord and and kind of answer that question that joe posed already but we did have um we did have someone come in and who wanted to uh who came in late to the party but you're never late you're always right on time when it comes to like you know the main events and, and and sharing your opinions with us um regarding the video game controversies. So, so I'm, we're going to, we're going to uh, read that response to that question this time. And then we're going to go ahead and do the responses from our, uh, from our, uh, uh, our top three um, for the next one. And then at the end, we'll go over what that question was again, just so just that everyone is up to date. So the question from a while ago we asked was, uh, what are, what are the most interesting video game controversies slash surprises now or in years past that resonated with you even today, i.e. Kojima, uh, uh, 
Kojima, Kojima. Sorry, yeah, leaving Konami, Microsoft buying Bethesda, Sega going third party, etc. Let us know, and we will talk about it on our next pod. Well, here you go. Um, so Willie D says uh, the '90s violent and or offensive video game congressional hearing. Mortal Kombat, Night Trap, etc. I never understood why the responsibility wasn't on the parents. But don't get me wrong, games needed a decent rating system to help parents. Uh, and I, I have to agree. I thought that, I thought that they were a little much, a lot like the, the, uh, the rap lyrics and 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 you know the controversy and the. And the, the the warning stickers that went on everything. Like, I'm fine with rating systems. I really am. But if they are used as a um, as a parenting tool, I think that's where they kind of lose. It loses me because I do think that parents have the right and the and should should have the right and the and the um, the final say in what their children can buy and what they can't buy. So. You know, so I'm fine uh, with with a rating system. I, I just don't like it when it is used um, to silence and or um, stop uh, or 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 police uh, content um, from just you and me and and regular people. So I think parents have an obligation to to their children, you know, to know what they're doing and see what they're buying. Um, and and I think that's just where it needs to be, you know. Personally, I think parents, you know, um, should have that right, and and they should exercise it uh, when they feel it's necessary. Um, and I think having a a um, a rating system just to inform, well, this is something that is is could be deemed, you know, uh, explicit or or whatever um, is fine, but again, just to be clear, when it's used to silence art, I think that's where it becomes an issue. So that's my take on it. I'll pass it over to Kev and see what he has to say about that. So uh, this is kind of a I, I kind of see it as as a two prong two prong thing. Uh, number one, I think the the ratings are helpful for parents to as a guide. Uh, if they if a parent takes the time to do just a a, a microsecond of research <laughs> to figure out what the ratings mean, uh, they're not hard to figure out. But I also think that this was a situation where politicians were getting involved in something that they had no idea what was going on right because again all this stuff is post this is kind of still fairly fresh from the post crash so i think a lot of adults viewed video games as children's toys because i can remember going and whenever you wanted to find in television or 2600 games consoles they were always in the children's section in the toy section uh, very rarely was it, I think with the only couple of exceptions was maybe Montgomery Wards and Gottschalks, if I, it, at least in the places that I frequented. Everywhere else, where they put it in like with TVs and stuff, which actually made more sense, but everywhere else, they were always sold in the toy section. So 
I think parents were still in the mindset that video games are for toys. So they weren't following the trend of these more mature games appealing to a, a younger adult. So when they say, oh, Mortal Kombat, you can knock these people's heads off and rip their spines out. Oh, my gosh. The children, the children. Well, those games were never really meant to uh, for the children. But, of course, all the rigmarole that they started up, the kids said, oh, I want to do that. So, of course, the kids wanted to get in on it. So it, it was just, I think politicians weren't, did not know how to read the room and or read the industry they didn't know about it they didn't care uh, they were just looking to score points with their constituents without having to do any real research or work so that's the easy way out from the politician's mind because i mean again i can remember uh my parents when my they when they bought me the intellivision in television, came, the pack-in game was Las Vegas Poker and Blackjack. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which which okay. is just freaking bizarre, right? The pack-in game was Las Vegas Poker and Blackjack. And that was kind of a hard, a, 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 like a, a hard pill for my, my parents to swallow. It's like, wait a minute. What kid is going to be playing that? Uh, I mean, it wasn't until I I want to say they changed the the packing they changed the packing game for the Intellivision two later. It became Burger Time, which obviously is way makes way more sense than the Las Vegas Poker and Black. Yeah. You know, it's like like having the Marlboro Man game or something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I could not. My parents would not let me play that game like at, at all. That was like. If we catch you playing Las Vegas poker and blackjack, we'll revoke your gaming, your your, your console wow. privileges. It, it, it was that serious, because they they were uh, gambling gambling addiction kind of runs in my family, uh, and they didn't want they didn't want they, they didn't want me even sniffing towards a, a, a gambling game, but. It, it's just one of those weird things, you know. I, I don't think, and I still don't think, even even to this day, that the political arena knows what to do with video games. I I, I just don't. They're not. It's not much. It's not so much of a thing nowadays. But I think it's one of those things that they just kind of they'll step into the arena unknowingly and not doing their research just to score political points but for the most part the political landscape does not know what to do with gaming i would agree 100 percent, especially when you see their take on like loot boxes and stuff like that yeah um, i don't they just don't like it's like oh the kids but <laughs> money but the kids yeah. Ooh, money yeah. and it's just like like what are you gonna do um it's not cool yeah. so <laughs> The kids, money, money's good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I got mansions to buy. Yep. <laughs> all right, all right, Joe. What are your thoughts about it? I know you well, love, you know, uh, ratings and everything. You're all about, you know, ratings, ratings, ratings. Of course. <laughs> no. Um. The whole, the whole thing, the back in the '90s with the uh, hearings, I just I found it funny because of the fact that if you really look into it, there was a lot of like backbiting between Nintendo and Sega. 
<laughs> you know, especially with Howard Lincoln testifying that, you know, like Mortal Kombat on our console, you know, doesn't have all this it's on the Genesis. And then uh, talking about like the violence, quote unquote, in Night Trap, you know, and, and they're, yeah, I, all these hearings are uh, basically all the damn same. Between this, the PMRC thing during the 80s when they put like, you know, D. Snyder, a twisted sister on the pulpit, <laughs> you know, and talked, uh, yeah. about, and talked about Prince and uh, they took, they even brought forth and talked about the mentors and El Duce and all sort of stuff. So, it's like, yeah, it's oh, same, I get it. Like, yeah. I get it. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all are just silly. I don't know. Just come up with this outrage, like, you know, well, what about the children? I mean, it's the same thing with the Comics Code Authority crap that happened back in the 50s with comic books, too. I mean, uh, granted, I know some of the Tales from the Crypt and the EC comics were like a little bit kind of cray cray during the time. But, you know, uh, they put the comic business back like significantly with the Code Authority uh stuff back in the late 50s early 60s you know so it's the same thing i mean politicians they don't you know they're they're not going to take a nuanced view they don't care about having a nuanced view you know every so often the esrb has to fight against some legislation uh like you know criminalizing like selling like grand theft auto to minors and stuff and it's like you know i could see to where protecting children is one thing but it's up to the parents to do the parenting in this case just like will is stating on here i you know i i run out of hands and feet and feet to be able to count them as many times as i been in a GameStop and you know having an eight-year-old kid coming and asking for Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto, and the parents being told that this is a mature game rated for violence and sexual situations, and they just had this blank look on their face while they buy the game for their kid. You know, so. Yeah, and they're gonna go home and watch you know CSI and you know and all these other you know TV shows and movies and stuff. It's like okay, yeah. come on. I went to I went to a launch event for Grand Theft Auto Five. About sixty percent of the people there were kids with their moms and dads waiting to grab the game. I mean, obviously, obviously, and it was at the that that GameStop over in Clovis. Obviously, they don't care. Okay, by this time, everybody knows what Grand Theft Auto is all about. I mean, everybody knows. And the parents were there to buy the game for the kids. I think, and there were some younger parents there too that they're probably going to wind up playing the game as well. But most of them people out there uh, uh, for that that 9 o'clock launch uh, launch time were were with the kids. And everybody's, oh yeah, we're here. Grand Theft Auto, yeah. GTA, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, bitches and hoes playing, you know, on the loudspeaker and <laughs> outskirts, uh, you know, uh, uh, quick shorts of the characters in the game cursing up a storm, playing inside the store, and they're buying, they're in there buying it for the kids. So it, it uh, it's on all sides of the equation. You got parents that don't want to parent or don't care. Um, and you have politicians who don't really care to do any nuanced research on an issue. They just want to give me the, give me the um, uh, give me the soundbite quote so I can look good for the people in my district that are going to vote for me next election. Yeah, and just like every care. time, 
every time a mass shooting happens, I've been heard of video games, violent video games. And like, oh. you know, like the whole like uh, Lakeland, Colorado shootings with, you know, with looking at uh, Doom and Ooh. Marilyn Manson and, you know, <laughs> like, come on. It's not just one thing that's going to tip some kid over the edge to do such things. It's our liberal gun laws and other things that are in the mix. You know, a lot of mental health issues as well. So it's just like you can't sit there and try to blame one medium, one entertainment medium as being the ill of society's <laughs> situation. So anytime this kind of pops up uh, as far as ratings and politicians putting you know people up on testifying and whatnot it's just uh, to me it's always been a bunch of shit and it always will be a bunch of shit basically so <laughs> yeah. yeah i agree 100 percent um about what you're what all of you are saying it's pretty crazy but but yeah um i'm glad that we were able to talk about that one because that was a really big one i remember i remember it when i was a kid um so yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. So the next question, again, is going to be the question that Joe had already posted. Um, uh, oh, before I go, Joe, did you have anything you wanted to add to, to this? You know? Oh, uh, no, no. Okay, I was, I was wanted to make sure, because I know I threw it to Kevin, but I wasn't sure if you had anything else that you wanted no, to add. No, Kevin, so. Kevin threw it to me. I okay. said, my, said my say on the whole... Uh, okay. Just want to make sure. ...congressional uh, thing. I'm cool. not... I'm not I'm not that sensitive dad, I promise. Okay, I'm good. Good. I, I just want to make sure, you know. So anyway, so the uh, the main event uh, question uh, is going to be uh, our top three. And it's going to be, uh, what are your three favorite games in your favorite genre or on your favorite platform, i.e. top three JRPGs or top three Sega Saturn games? Let us know your best of the best, and we'll talk about it on our next podcast. So again, want to say thank you so much for everyone who who always comes in and and leaves us a comment or or messages messages us at the end of the show. Kevin will let you know how to join our Discord and where you can send your your comments. Okay, um, and if you have a question that you would like us to ask to uh, like, if you have a question that you would like us to ask our listeners, please you know send it to us. You know, we're always you know uh, want information and we want feedback from our listeners as well. So, with having said that, just something to say, Joe, you good? Oh, I was just going to say, if you want to get super crazy with it, you can. I mean, if you want to do like top three Mario games, uh, top three, you know, uh, Sonic games or something like that, or something where if you want to get very specialized, by all means, take the opportunity to let the world know, let your freak flag fly as far as uh, letting us know what your top three are as far as gaming is concerned, so. Yeah, yeah. So you heard the man, you know, let's get freaky. <laughs> so, uh all right, so I'm going to throw it back to Kev. All right, so again, thanks for everybody who participates in, in, our, uh, in our main events. But our next topic on the docket is going to be the news. And I'm going to pass the mic to Trader Joe. All right, good deal. So let's kind of go over the little past week in gaming news first thing um i don't know if you guys have been paying attention but uh there was a bunch of companies announced that would be showcasing titles and future games in at e3 coming up uh, e3 is actually going to be 
in about six weeks, but uh, Konami has decided to pull out of this year's E3. In a tweet, Konami has said, due to the timing, we will not be ready to present at E3 this year. However, the company insisted that it's in, quote-unquote, deep development on a number of key projects. Updates are promised in the coming months, Konami added on there. So while we're not participating this year, we have great respect for the ESA and know that the 2021 will be a great success. We will continue to support the ESA and wish the best to all participants at this year's show on here. So, and a lot of people were like, you know, thinking, man, it's been a hot minute since Konami has done anything, you know, obviously. Yeah. They got pachinko machines to make. That's what they're doing. (laughs) That's their, that's what they deep in development on. Uh, they've been doing Pez, which is the Pro Evolution Soccer. Um, they've been doing little bits and things. You know, they had that Bomberman game that came out for Switch and got ported over to PS4 and Xbox. I know they Bomberman just... Pachinko. <laughs> there you go. Um, they announced something at the last Indie World and Nintendo thing that gets a Fumu Den and Dying Moon. We talked about a little bit a couple episodes ago, but other than that, we haven't done crap on here so on there's been a lot of rumors about konami as of late uh there's been insisting of a new silent hill game being worked on there's been whispers of a metal metal gear solid remake possibly on there uh, obviously they have a quite a bit of of ip and quite a bit of history they could draw upon and it's just been riding at the mine i mean they own the turbo graphic 16 they brought out the turbo graphic 16 mini uh what, a year and a half ago as well and so they have all that ip related to uh hudson and all that that they could be working with so and you know we have kind of bad opinion of konami as they stand right now at the moment but uh, what would you guys like to see from konami uh kev i'm gonna kick it over to you first um let's see you know what i would in, in my what i would like to see them do redo like a 3D version of Yair Kung Fu. I, I, and like really make it a, wow. really make it a 3D fighting game, you know, create a story around it, uh, create a, 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 a wide variety of fighting moves and just make it like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, a 3d brawler necessarily it can still be one-on-one but just it would be really neat to see if they could train because that used to be one of my favorite games in the arcade back in the day and if they could if they could make a yair kung fu uh that would be that would be really dope um something a little bit more i guess more in line I would say would be like a good, a good, because there have been prior ones, uh, a good 3D Castlevania. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. Um, and maybe a return to Contra that didn't suck. Uh, I wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> uh, Castlevania. I would really want. Um, a new Castlevania or something with Castlevania and or Mega Man um, like Mega Man. Um, I think Mega Man is Capcom. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I'm always wanting a new Mega Man, but yes, definitely Castlevania. <laughs> so. 
but yeah, Castlevania. Castlevania, what style? Are you looking 2D or like NES old school? Um, Symphony of the Night Castlevania? Or are you talking about no. like Lords of Shadow, Lords of Shadow 2? I would like Lords of Shadow. Like I need a three. I need, I, I need them to do... I, I need the Belmonts to get like a Kratos type upgrade or something. Like I need, I need, I need another uh, Belmont to come out and you know have their whip and be doing all kinds of cool ass whip tricks and you know like a like if they were to take like you know kratos and devil may cry and you know and add them all together with a whip you know i think that would be really kind of cool um and you can create your own belmont or something i don't know you know <laughs> like like have it be like you're like a bastard son of, of 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 the Belmont or something, and you gotta go into this world and stop Dracula, like something, so something that sounds super generic, you know, but but has like fantastic gameplay, you know, um, or fantastic kind of whip tricks, and you get like your secondary weapon is 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 one of the like old school, you know, secondary weapons like knives or something or or I don't know, just I I just think something like that. Or you know, and yeah, when and when you kill the the various monsters, you know, you're able to use like a Mega Man type system, and you get part of their power, or you're you get stronger or something. I don't know, you know, or or well, you know, or, or having like know, a or bringing Symphony of the Night back and having like you know it be like you know you are Dracula's you know illegitimate son, and you know, and you had because you know there was this whole thing. One, I got really bored one day and I sat and I read all the background for, for Castlevania and how like Dracula came, came to be and how the Belmonts became like his, his, um, his, uh, the, the line Nemesis. that, uh, yeah. And like they were friends and like Dracula was, a, was and the Belmonts were uh, like one of the old OG Belmonts were friends and stuff. And I always thought it'd be really kind of cool to have, you know, maybe Dracula, like an offspring of Dracula and one of the Belmonts, you know, had yeah. had a baby or something. I don't know. Just, just there's, something, there's enough something with three six, so some kind of, you know, three sixty modern take on Castlevania. Like the, I don't, I don't know why there hasn't been. I know they've tried, but I think that the way they tried it the first time was just super, like, just super boring. And it, and I think the mechanics were just kind of shallow and. You know, they tried twice, and I think they're kind of scared to do anything that's that's new or interesting because because Konami's like, well, you know, we don't know what to do. I I just think they're I just think they're a company that's kind of just <clears throat> floating around in the water with like they don't know what to do with it. Honestly, it's kind of what I feel like. Can they build off of Castlevania, the Netflix show, the anime? Uh, you know, the one that's written by Warren Ellis of all people. <laughs> you know, um, so that kind of that kind of has taken a. I would love for them to do something like that, but as you can see, there hasn't been a lot of stuff around that that series anymore because uh, Warren Ellis has been accused of a whole bunch of um, um, sexual assault kind of uh, allegations. So. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be seeing a, a, a Netflix Castlevania in a while for a while. So, so I'm thinking if they were to do anything, it wouldn't be able to be that. Um, it wouldn't be able to be uh, anything from that kind of Castlevania. I think it would have to be a new, a new, completely new Castlevania um, series or or storyline or something. 
Uh, or even a futuristic work. Castlevania. That'd be kind of cool. Like vamp- vampires in cyberspace. I don't know. That <laughs> sounds terrible. Sorry. <laughs> Sound like Sam Raimi, like going all cray cray over. But well, the the guy that I can't remember if he's the guy that invented the game or was a director from the game. With this interview he did years ago, he wanted to make a Black Belmont. It took place in modern day. Let's uh, do it. He was he was influenced by Bla- by the uh, Blade movies. Let's... He thought that would be a, an idea. He had like he had the idea idea fleshed out. Like there was like a, one of the Belmonts went to America and fell in love with a black woman, and there was like this whole side of Belmonts that were part black. And Dracula comes back, and one of the brothers got to go deal with it this time. So. I would be, I would be so, I would be so down. Yeah, he that. mentioned that was years ago. That was like back during the PS3 360 uh, generation that, that I remember him saying something like that. I would be so down for that. Like, don't even, don't even play, Kev. Don't even play. <laughs> Seriously, could you imagine that? That would be pretty killer. I would um, love so it. I, mean, I would actually. You, love you'd it. have all. You'd have, but everyone. Oh. Diversity, oh, push diversity. Oh, we can have though, could you imagine if it was if it was actually a period a period piece? You know, it's all all of them are all in the back. What if it was in the seventies and we had like (laughs) Castlevania, nineteen seventies, right? And so like exploitation, yes, yes. So it's like the Belmont has like an afro and stuff. He's got a whip, you know. And all the and all the uh, and all like the vampire. It have hosts. to look like black dynamite, though. Yes, exactly. It have to look like black dynamite. Yes, with the leather coat. In yeah. the, <laughs> I would just that would be. I would be so down for that if they were. And then like, Dracula actually being like Blackula, maybe. No, no, no. He would have. No, to be they white. could make. They could make like. They could make like have Blackula be white, but like make him like the leader of this. You know, like this neo-Nazi or clan group that's yeah. into drinking blood. I mean, just just go. Just go all out crazy about yes. it. I, that, I, would be, <laughs> that would be like it'd be hella. Would, it would be hella extra and just stupid, and I would love it. I would love it. Kind of like what they did with Mafia Three, but just kind of like have it be, just like own it, own it. You know, own it. Can you imagine you know, that. Cast be like, be like, have Dracula up there talking about, you know, why he 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 likes dark meat for his blood, you know, yeah. all that stuff. I mean, just just go all blazing saddles with it. I mean, yeah. just, that game would never be made. But. I mean, I mean, an indie studio would do it, but it would never have Castlevania attached to it, unfortunately. But but tell us in the comments, would you play a, a '70s black exploitation Castlevania game? I think that would be a big first in line grindhouse, <laughs> grindhouse Castlevania game from the seventies. Seriously, it's just it's just like you have like a like you're a black martial artist with the whip and you have to take on like vampire hoes and <laughs> you know <laughs> you know and that's you know, almost like God Hand in a way. <laughs> yeah, actually was a clan member or something, you know. Almost like God Hand. Seriously though, and he's like, and so Dracula's trying to control black people by turning them into vampires, and you have to stop him. Like seriously, it's rights itself. Tsunami, we're here. Call us. You're gonna have to call them, but you got a good pitch going. It's like Konami's listening. Someone in Konami's listening. We got Japanese listeners. You know, you never know. Someone in Konami. Someone in Konami is probably sitting down. You know, at a, at a Konami Pachenko machine trying to, like, we should really do this. 
And of course, the main character has to speak about himself in the third person all the yep. time. He's got to yep. do that. <laughs> Black awesome. Belmont doesn't like this idea. Black Belmont's going to have to do something about it. Yeah, Tyrone <laughs> Belmont's going to have to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tyrone Belmont. <laughs> love it. I love it. I th- if they ever, if, if they ever do a a Castlevania where you can, like, you can name your own character, it, that'll it, that'll be it forever. <laughs> Seriously, you laugh, but it'll be Tyrone Belmont forever now. Uh, I thought about playing Lords of Shadow because I never played it before, but man, the first I don't one know. Is I... good. The second one sucks. Play yeah. the first one. Don't play, play it on Steam. Play, play it with the super the greatest mode. But, uh, you know, anything I want to see from Konami if they're going to go bonkers again is that I think they need to establish and send out some further collections beyond Castlevania and Contra to let everyone yes. know, hey, this is our history. Uh, you know, you talk about the Jackals, the Life Forces, the Gradiuses, the uh, Gomans, you know. Everything, uh, you know, Axley, you know, I want to see decent kind of like the Capcom collections that they continuously mine to be able to bring out at least compilations of the back catalog on there. And I think Konami has a lot of treasures that they could, you know, you know, put these collections out, at least get everyone familiar with their IPs again and then get, you know, everyone kind of in the mix to see as far as what they could do either, you know, pulling from the back catalog, back catalog or moving forward for the future. So, I mean, they're kind of doing that now with the, um, with that, um, them releasing that arcade thing. Right. So that's Capcom. Sorry, Damn that's it. not Konami. Well, Konami should do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. That's what I yeah. was stating. So. Sorry. sorry. I got to pay attention to what you're saying, son. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's just kind of funny because there's this old meme that people were confusing Konami and Capcom all the time. And it's just like, I I find it just like crazy that you're like right into the mix and getting the two confused. Uh, Because they really haven't, unfortunately, they really haven't done anything that's been super, like super the greatest in a very long time. It's sad, you know, they're kind of synonymous with each other because they just really haven't been pushing the envelope. And they they, they have, they haven't been relevant in a very long time. And it's sad. Yeah. After Metal Gear Solid Five, the Phantom Pain, and pretty much that was their that is it. last game. Yeah, yeah, that that's been it, and they've just been kind of resting on their laurels for 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 the for the rest of it. And I want them to be better. I want to, actually, I want both of them to be better, honestly. But... Uh, Capcom's been knocking it out as of late, so we'll see. Though you know, we need that Dragon's Dogma too, please, please. So, yeah. but uh, next news story I want to talk about is. Our favorite game, Outriders, on here. So we talked about last week about the whole thing about people getting kicked out from co-op expeditions before they're able to get their loot. But uh, they are not fixing that at the moment. They have released a new patch, though. One of the biggest things about the patch that they released this past week uh, was a rebalance for AI snipers on here. So they actually dialed down... The snipers, I guess, you know, and I've kind of experienced this too, playing some of the, um, you know, maps is that it seems like the snipers in Outriders previously just had this like magic touch yeah, <laughs> on there. Uh, so they have 
pretty much said they rebalance AI snipers now give players more time to dodge their shots because it seems like they were always super the greatest. There was like some, uh, it would hit you all the time. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Like, you know, basically you'd barely be behind cover and they'd still be popping you behind covers. There's like some videos uh, demonstrating that. So, um, but, uh, they are still working on the promise item restoration, on there so uh they hope to run the item restoration process before releasing the patch but they are still working on it so they got the uh, patch out in in the meantime on there so i mean and i'm not really waiting i'm not really anticipating this restoration patch because obviously i'm not affected i'm not in the end game yet to where i'm worried about losing the loot on there but uh any thoughts des on this um, I want to know what's going on. Like, I just, I, again, I'm, I think that's a great, I think that's a great thing that they've done. <clears throat> and I am super ready for, for more cool stuff that's going to come from Outriders. I think this is a great, uh, thing that they've done because that it was, it was annoying. <laughs> the snipers were annoying. And I think they were the ones that were much more, um, crazy to fight because of the of the crap that they would do so i was always like why are they why are they hitting me why are they so good and i've seen you die a whole bunch of times because of it and i'm just like yeesh yeah they also rebalanced they stated uh reduced the amount of knockback from creatures in the stargrave expedition on there and they did have some resolutions for lighting bugs and an issue that would cause players to get stuck on the sign-in screen, which happens all oh, the time with that yeah. game. <laughs> that would happen to me and you, too. We'd have to, <clears throat> excuse me, we would have to, you know, uh, ex- literally exit out and come back in when it was, when when we were, it was just annoying, because I'm like, why is, why can't I get in? Why is, and you're like, hold on, let me, you know, I'll, I'll be in in a minute, and then I'm constantly waiting for you, and, and you're waiting for me, and I was just like, why is this taking so long to get in? And then, and then it was always like the second or third time it was fine. That's why I was like, I never really understood what was going on with that. But I'm glad that they are fixing it. Um, I, again, I'm really excited for this game. I like it. I like it. You know, I know it's people are kind of like it's not that good, but I really like it. So. Yeah, and they also rebalanced the cost of improving rare to epic and leveling up epic gear from levels one to thirty has been lowered. Oh, that's good. so. So this will make improving items cheaper in the early game on there. So that's good because I know that I was constantly like uh, putting stuff out, and and then um, I didn't start improving improving stuff until I got into my teens. Um, but I, I don't know. I I think the game has 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 a lot going for it. And I think any 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 of these sounds fantastic. So I'm more than than happy to to, to see them and, and hear them taking care of take taking care of this game. I mean, I would say it's a lot more. Than, never mind. I was gonna say it's a lot more than what you know the 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 um, cyberpunk people are doing, but I don't want to <laughs> say that either because games. But it's true. Released. It is. True. <laughs> but games should. I just don't think games should be released in the in in this state though. Like I think. Like there's one thing about rebalancing, and there's another thing about having to basically rebuild the game. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what the difference is between this one and and um, uh, Cyberpunk. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not seeing Outriders on sale yet, Kev. So uh, I think your time with the game is probably not going to be 
at least right now. Probably in the next coming months, we'll see. Yeah, I've, I've got plenty to play. Yeah, so I am not I, worried I, about I Outriders. I do. I do hope that you come back though at some point. I, I, I once everything is fixed and there and and it's not, you know, super crazy. Like I really hope that you do come back. Yeah, we're, I, I want to play it. I want to play it. I, I just don't. I'm just. I just don't think it's it's. It's not there it's yet. Ready right now. Yeah. So. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Black Friday. There, there should be a good deal on this by Black Friday. If it's not on on some, well, I know it's already on Xbox Live, but uh, Games if Pass. It's not on, oh yeah, Games Pass. If it's not on uh, PS and PlayStation Plus by then, yeah, we'll have to see. So another game that we've been playing has gotten an update. So Monster Hunter Rise. 2.0 update launched on April 28th. So the 2.0 update for Monster Hunter Rise uh, brought forth new monsters, including Teostra, Kushla, uh, Diora, and uh, Apex Diablos and Apex Rathalos on here. So, and obviously we've been like kind of enjoying the new um, patch that just came out. They did uh, uncap the Hunter rank as well. On there, the next title update 3.0 is due out at the end of May and will add additional story chapters set after the ending as well as uh, several new monsters on that. They also uh, commented that the users who have saved data for Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, which is due out on July the 9th, will receive the Rider Hunter layered armor set in Monster Hunter Rise on there. So Yeah, it doesn't... It's just a... It's just a um... And they were very clear that it is just a uh, an armor set. It doesn't give you any bonuses or anything like that. And I thought that was really kind of cool because I know a lot of people weren't weren't going to buy or have not expressed interest to, to buy that game. So I didn't want them to have to be like, oh, I can't, I can't, you know, get this certain thing anymore because I'm not buying this game. So I'm yeah, just, it's all cosmetics basically. So. Which I'm happy about because I'll be yeah. getting them both and I'll get my cosmetics and I'll look, I'll look cool and. You know, people can look at me and be like, ha ha, you bought that game. And I'll be like, I did, because I'm awesome. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You do you, son. You do you, son. <laughs> Who are you talking to, boy? <laughs> I'm talking to you. Know your place. Know your place. <laughs> Any thoughts on the uh, 2.0 update, Kev? As I'm um, trying to deviate the conversation. Yeah, uh, my nephew was talking about some of the. He was having a lot of fun with the uh, some of the monsters that were recently with that were released with this update, and uh, so yeah, I'll I I I I'll I'll continue to to play it and get into start getting into that content. It uh, it it at least as you know at least as long as my nephew and you guys are playing it, so. Yeah, EJ's I mean, I, to, I like the. It's like, it's like I said, I like the game. I, I, it just does not hold me like World did, and that much has not changed. But I do enjoy playing the game. Although EJ's no, EJ's no joke though. Like, he's, oh, EJ's EJ's beast in that game. Yeah. Oh, he's, I know. Level twenty three right now. So. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll, he'll, you know, he's got he's got that strong back to carry his his uncle. Yeah, so. and his uncle's friends. <laughs> so I was like, where's EJ? What's you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I just don't see. I just don't see me putting in as many hours as I did in, in the world, though. I, I honestly don't. 
Well, never know. As long, long as you extract the value out of it and get have some fun, that's all that counts. You know? Yeah. And speaking of fun, you know, quote unquote, <laughs> Destruction All Stars has a upcoming season, their first season one unveil um, on there. So it's like I kind of forgotten about this game. I dabble a little bit because it was free on PS Plus on here, but starting on May the 5th, it looks like here they do have their Hot Shot Season 1 on there, so they're injecting new content in the game for all players and adding cosmetics obviously to help customize your all-stars on here. So, And their first season is going to add a new character as well uh, to the mix on there. Obviously everything is earnable without buying a season pass, but uh, you can purchase a season pass if need be to accelerate your uh, earnings in the season on there. So I kind of added this because I don't know if you guys are thinking about going back to this. I know we've dabbled in it a little bit, but uh, yeah, whether it's something that's going to be in my rotation, I'm not sure still. Um, any opinions, either of you two? Not really. And Kev? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I really don't have much to... I, I, I don't think... I know, I don't think... I know I will not be back to this game because it just... It 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 it's got that it's got that uh, bleeding edge funk on it. I'm sorry, Fortnite <laughs> funk. <laughs> Fortnite bleeding well, edge. I, I lump them all in the same blender. I you know we, I think PlayStation made a smart move to make it part of Plus. Yep. I think that was a good move because this game wasn't worth. I, to to me, I wouldn't have paid twenty dollars for this game, let alone seventy. But. Um, it, it's just not it's just not my bag and like i said it, this game needs ranged weapons and the arenas need to be bigger yeah if uh joe if you i'll just say this if you if you ever wanted to play and like hey i want to play this game i definitely would play a couple rounds with you but i wouldn't go out of my way to play it or, or, or progress the game at all it's just like yeah. it's just i have to agree 100 percent with kev i wish that it had more more ranged weapons. I wish it was bigger. I wish it had more modes. Like if this is just the beginning or, or a start quote unquote to the, to, to the lifespan of the game, that's, that's one thing. But as it stands right now, now nah, I'm going to have to pass. Uh, they do have a new mode for this season. It's called blitz on here. And you basically have four teams of three uh, cars, basically three all-stars on here. So you got like short, intense, rounds basically and it's about being the first team to set reach a set score on there so man the sounds it's cool for people that have been playing it you know obviously it's free on ps plus but i enjoyed what i play i like the bare bones of the game just like you guys stated it's just uh uh you know i wish I, it was I, twisted metal that's that's what i really wish it was <laughs> to be perfectly honest i wish it was twisted metal well, if it was Twisted Metal with its core, its core gameplay with ranged weapons, I'd be all about it. Gotcha. Even well, if it was primarily a multiplayer game. There is actually another racing game, and this kind of ties into my next news story. PlayStation Plus May's monthly games is bringing forth three games. Uh, the first one is a game that we're all familiar with, but uh, the PS5 version of Wreckfest will be available on May the 4th. On there, so that might be a car game that we'll 
probably go back to, especially because I know this will have the 60 frames per second and the additional resolution with the PS5 version of the game. And uh, it might be a game we, we play versus Destruction All-Stars. So Yeah, I mean, maybe. I, I still even I go back to Wreckfest every so long. I think me and Kev sometimes on a Friday or Saturday night will dip into some Wreckfest just because, you know, just because mm-hmm. we want to play something different on there. It's a fun but, game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the fact that it's now going to be free for everyone on PS5, on PS Plus. So other two games that are going to be available is Battlefield 5 and Stranded Deep for the PlayStation 4 on there both of those i think uh, i know stranded deep's a survival game i don't know if that's a game that you'd be interested in desmond or no but i don't know i have no idea i might have to see see what you guys are are doing and and look at a couple gameplay let's see it's first person open world like you know survival i mean i'm i'm fine at this point i'm fine with open world games i they're not my they're not my like major game but or a major type of thing that I want to play, but I'll definitely play it. So Gotcha. And in other PlayStation news this past week, uh, there was a announcement that uh, Fist, Forge and Shadow Torch is currently is, in the uh, final isn't that stages. That, isn't in that that anthro, anthropomorphic game? Yes, with animals. That act like, like humans. Yes, of course. <laughs> What they're doing now with the game is that they do have a demo that's going to be showing at a event in Beijing on May 15th and 16th on there. Uh, they've made quite a number of different changes from the demo that was released this past year on there. And uh, they are getting ready to announce the release date. They said that the release date price and more information will be coming in the next upcoming weeks. And so they said to keep an eye on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all other social media for that. So the game's coming out for uh, PS5, PS4, and PC via Steam on there. So this is a game I think, what, Kev, you stated after we talked about Biomutant's uh, janky uh, character class <laughs> restrictions. Yeah. yeah. That you were more interested in this, so. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Uh, well, plus, I mean, I, I was down with Fist when once the, the review trailer came out, so I it, it it's not a twist of the arm to get me to buy this game. I'm definitely going to be in on it, but with Biomutant doing their janky, <laughs> their so jankiness, I'm like, you know what? I think I got my anthros covered with Fist. Yeah. I'm I'm still probably going to buy Biomutant at some point, so. I will as well, but I have to agree with Kev. It's just like that thing just does not sound good. But, eh, you know, um, this sounds fun too. So I'm here for it. All right. And another game coming from uh, the PlayStation China Hero Project uh, finally got some new gameplay shown. Lost Soul aside had a like what 18 minute trailer of gameplay mm-hmm. that was shown and they also said that it is going to launch for ps5 alongside its previously announced ps4 version on there so and uh kev why don't you give us a little bit more details i haven't actually had a chance to watch the trailer yet but give us a little bit more information on the game so so it's an extended trailer it is it's it seems to show a lot of gameplay i know a couple of people are wanting to that i've seen on online have been wondering if it's a lot of cutscenes kind of spliced together. You know, I'm not a I'm not a professional. I'm not a game developer. I'm not a a frame counter. I didn't see that. 
I saw a lot of gameplay. And it looks it looks difficult. It looks beautiful. Uh, it looks like you're going to have a wide variety of attacks available to your uh, in your tool set. And it's just the kind of game that that kind of hits all the points with me. So I will be day one on this. Obviously heavily influenced by Devil May Cry. Obviously heavily influ- influenced by uh, the Final Fantasy with regards to the character designs. And it, it looks fantastic to me. So uh, one of the things that I that I noticed was like the... And I haven't quite figured out how that that dragon that dragon ghost companion that you have works with you but it seems to either have its own move set or augment the moves that you do uh there are definitely some finishers involved in the game with the uh, boss fights i don't know if they were bosses or if they were mini bosses but fighting enemies much larger than yourself uh there look to be some finishing attacks that you can do and just the game just looks absolutely amazing. And the fact that this was the 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 concept, the demo and the proof of concept was developed by one man. I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, this this passion project, quote unquote, looks ten times better than a lot of studio full studios with multiple people on <laughs> you know it looks way better it looks like way better than a lot of those efforts so i'm i'm there i'm there day one for this game i'm yeah. definitely i remember a playstation experience and so i'll definitely check out the video and you know keep an eye on for it you know especially if we get some more information on it uh you know i'll have to see on it for that and Another game series that we know and love actually has gotten some new announcements. So Earth Defense Force uh, publisher D3 and developer Sandlot has released some trailers. And so they got a trailer for a uh, port of Earth Defense Force 2 Invaders from Planet Space (laughs) for uh, Switch that will be out on July 15th. They are also porting Earth Defense Force 2017, which is basically Earth Defense Force 3. Uh, in the fall on the Switch as well on there. And then they also unveiled a new Earth Defense Force 6 uh, trailer kind of showing at least cinematics from that game on there. And uh, right now with EDF 6, it's kind of wonky, but they have not announced any sort of platforms for it as of yet. And because of the fact that they haven't and are releasing all these Switch ports, I almost... uh, I'm thinking once it is finally coming out, they'll probably release it. And this is my, uh, you know, aluminum foil on the hat, like me theorizing that there's possibly going to be a port to whatever Switch Pro that might be announced and released on that. So uh, hopefully it will be on the PlayStation platforms as well. I know PlayStation was uh, putting up the trailer for EDF 6 on their website, so... Uh, at least it's up there, and we know it's coming to PlayStation. But what's your guys' opinion on all this Earth Defense Force business? There's no uh, way I'm playing Earth Defense Force on a Switch. Yeah, I mean, we <laughs> thought flame, <laughs> frames dropped on the PlayStation Pro. You ain't seen frames drop until <laughs> you get this game on the Switch. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I can't. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> bam, bam. Wow. Well, okay. I, 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 I can't. <clears throat> well, once you pick up your Series uh, X, 
Uh, Kev, you can play Earth Defense Force 2017 in all the frames of glory on the uh, mm. world's most powerful console. So you can play mm. uh, that 360 version of EDF 2017 on the uh, Series X. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you can play there versus playing it on the uh, Switch, you know. So <laughs> mm -mm. I I can't I can't I can't do the frame drop. Sorry. <laughs> what do you have to say about that uh, high res hater? What do you think about that? <laughs> I, can't I, can't I can't believe him. I can't believe he would say something like that. It's gonna be great. Not probably picking it up either. <laughs> like I have I have so many on other. Uh, um, that's great for Switch owners, but yeah, it's like I have EDF2 on the Vita. It came out here for the US. EDF2017, uh, EDF3, basically. I could walk to my living room and play it right now on the world's most powerful console on the Series X. So, so. <laughs> and play any in number. In fact, I failed to mention in my playlist, but I've been dabbling in EDF5 again. Uh, I jumped in and played some multiplayer with the Surgeon Fire like a couple of weeks ago. And so I started a uh, Air Raider, a Wing Diver, excuse me. Air and Raider. Then, uh, <laughs> a Wing Diver. And I've been playing with the Wing Diver and just going through the content again. Wing so. Divers are the shit. That, that's my character. I love. I, I have <laughs> always played the Ranger for whatever reason. So, and. Uh, you were and... vanilla as hell, dude. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the nerve. Okay, sorry. Don't hit my nerve. I ain't vanilla. That's why nice. I'm playing the wing diver. That's right. That's right. Oh, good. Good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But uh, any of you guys theorizing about EDF6 coming possibly to Switch, maybe in a Switch Pro version? Um, I'm, I'm going to be gonna playing buy... on the PS5 anyway. So. I'm not going to buy it. Why would I buy it? I'm not going to buy it, dude. No, EDF six. You're gonna buy EDF six, though, right? Uh, uh, probably. No, probably. I probably, will. I probably will. just because y'all are all buying it. Same thing with Dark Alliance. You know, I wasn't feeling about buying it, but then y'all are getting. Isn't that one of the games you were kind of hyped for? Dark yeah, Alliance. Yeah, you were. We, we like, talked about it on the show. You know, yeah, I was. I was hyped about it, and then I realized there are no uh, magic characters. It's all like there's no sorcerers or wizards or anything like that. It is all melee type characters, and, and that's why I was saying it's getting for me. Well, the dude getting, with the cape kind of has some magic, magic like attacks oh, with that. He's a ranger wolf thing that he's got. So, and I'm just like, okay. So that's why I was just like, you know, I, I just kind of once they once they said that, I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. So. <laughs> But because you guys are gonna buy it, and Joe's all like, "Still look, gotta buy," it. and I'm just like, "Okay." So, uh, I was like, "Okay, I'll buy it." And I was like, "Why not?" So, well, listeners, uh, are you gonna be buying uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance? Because <laughs> Joe's gonna need people to play it with. <laughs> I don't yeah, care. Joe's buying it. <laughs> it's like. God, you're ridiculous, aren't you, man? <laughs> you are ridiculous. Uh, All right, that's that's news. I had enough. That's news. <laughs> I had I'm enough. Sorry, but... That is the news. So, right, no news is good news. I can't take the abuse. I can't All take right. it. Oh, I'm out of here. Sick of y'all. All right, Gary Gnu. So. No news is good news. <laughs> right, look at that throwback. 
Oh, great. I am old. Costa. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you're going to want to use. If you've heard something you'd like to comment on, or if you'd like to actually be on the show and have us get your opinions on our favorite hobby of gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send uh, an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at gamingvessels. And individually, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at shownuff71. That's S H O N U F F, the number 71. On PSN, I am shownuff7, same spelling with the number 7. On Xbox Live, I am shownuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am shownuff71, same spelling as originally. And on Switch, my uh, Switch ID is 7658-2155-3309. So, Trader Joe, where can folks get a hold of you at? Uh, on Twitter, I am at Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Uh, become friends with me on Twitter, and maybe I will forward your name to enter into contest entries. You better not. <laughs> you better I know not. That's, that's that is your designation. Uh, right, buddy. Don't you be <laughs> don't you be sharing the love with anybody else. <laughs> I, I threw Kevin the bone like the other day, so that's fine. Kevin's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, on uh, PSN and Steam, I am under the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. Xbox, when I turn it on, uh, I'm not a hater, I'm a lover. K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 6995. And then last but not least, my Nintendo friend code, 4712-5953-1409. If you do want to play Monster Hunter with us, join our Discord and we will post when we're online and ready to play. So, yes, and we do it a lot. So, if you want, if you need, if you need hunters and you want to hunt with folks, let us know. And Des, where can the fine folks find you? All right, y'all can find me on uh, PSN and Steam at uh, Nemo Ticker. That's N E M O T G G R. Or you can find me on uh, Nintendo. My friend code is five two eight zero six six seven four. Four five one nine, and you can find me at Twitter at the Nemo Six. That's T H E N E N E M O. So it's T H E N E M O S I X. Hope to see you there. And again, if you are going to message us or try to be our friend or anything like that, please let us know how you heard about us. You know, it's always good because you know them them bots be trying to be trying to be our friends, and we want to talk to real people, not bot people. So. Talk about Xbox or just bots? Just bot people. <laughs> bots no, we'll talk general. to people who play Xbox. It's fine. It seems like, you know, it seems like crossplay is the wave wave of the future. So yeah, I'm oh, for sure, for sure. Indeed. So, folks, that is going to bring episode 123 to an end. And again, special shout out to everybody who participates in our Discord server. Uh, a lot of the stuff I know from speaking for myself, a lot of the stuff that I would normally be sending to Twitter is going to our discord channel. A lot of the discussions that kick off there that would normally go to Twitter are winding up in our discord server because we're trying to build a, a community there still have a variety, of, a variety of opinion, variety of topics to discuss, but without all the nonsense that seems to, to roll with Twitter. So I would 
definitely encourage anyone who is listening to our, our podcast who hasn't quite yet made the jump to our Discord to go ahead and join. There is no prerequisite. There is no waiting period. You just click the link that you can find wherever you download this podcast or off of our Twitter page, and you're in. So with that, like I said, 123 is in the books. For Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar, and for Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. cat daddy, a.k.a. gamer step daddy. I am Shonaf71 saying we'll be back next time with a new show. Peace.